Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. Yeah, it's sweet. You love on Radio 2000. Hello, Tommy. How are you? I'm perfect. How are you? I'm fantastic. I really, really love what you do because the children are the future. If we don't look after them, we are truly neglecting the future of this country. Am I correct in saying that? That is so true, Tommy. So tell us a bit about um, Sichabelo Family and Child Services. Okay. Okay. And good morning, Tommy. Good morning to your listeners. And I'm so happy that you're having us on air today. Yes. My name is Kiabezi, like I just mentioned. I am a social work director from Butabelo Financial Services. Our offices are based in Butabelo, and we are designated child protection organization. Mm. And our designation is from the Department of Social Development in the Free State, and it's happening in terms of the Children's Act. But we also accredited uh, adoption agency oh. from the National Department of Social Development. Yes. And I believe, like you just said, children are treasure. If we don't treasure our children, we don't treasure ourselves as the community, as the society as a nation. So as a child protection organization, our services are geared towards supporting working families, communities, to be able to strengthen uh, our care so that we are better uh, able to protect our children mm. from any harm, which, is, which could be abuse, neglect, or maltreatment, but equally so, to lessen that the, the, the harm when it has happened to the children, sadly so, because children should not be actually be worrying about being raped, being uh, sexually assaulted, being, be, 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 being bullied at school, mm. being uh, 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 violated at home. Because the home is a secure place where somebody feels like, wow, this is where I can just be who I am. This is where I can be seen, I can be here, I can be appreciated. But that is not a reality for most of our children in South Africa. Yeah. I'm so sorry, and it should not be like that. A lot of the children, before they get to the age of 18, they're experiencing what we call adverse childhood experiences. And what that is, it's just traumatic experiences that make children not to be children anymore mm. because they are just so worried of because of the trauma that they've experienced and the security that is not no more at home, and how that is actually shaping their future as as, as adults and as, as responsible citizens of, 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 of the country. So we are actually saying to our South Africans, we cannot continue like that. But there is a way for us to work together to protect our children. A hundred percent. Now, how does the country's current climate, when we look at unemployment and poverty rates, contribute to the line of work that you do? Do you find that, uh, you know, the amount, the, the stress that um, adults are facing, maybe perhaps they've been looking for a job for a very long time, they then take out that stress on children? Do you find that yeah. mothers are abandoning their children because the poverty is just at, a, at an all time high they feel like i can't look after this child therefore i must just throw this baby in the bush yeah it, it, it is so true Toby, that uh, our country is not really doing well right yeah. now in terms of uh, uh, boosting the economy so that everybody that is of age and maturity should be able to be participating in the economy mm. sadly so it should not be like that for children because then they are growing up in the household that are exposed to extreme poverty, mm. unemployment, and that in itself causes a lot of chronic stress, like you have mentioned, uh, on the parents that need to be able to be providing this nurturing care to the children. So what, what, what we actually uh, suggested as a cardinal, 
to say we need to be intentional as a country mm. in terms of providing uh, uh, family strengthening services. Because for, for, for children, their home is their safe haven. That's true. Their families, it's their treasure. Yeah. You know, it does not matter how, how, how dysfunctional the family is. For a child, they still have that belief that one day, you know, my mom will love me the way I need yes. to be loved. My dad will oh. treat me the, as a princess that I need to be. You know, so we are saying instead of uh, 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 focusing on, on a larger scale, let's focus on families as a unit that will be able to be empowered to protect their children. And also we are saying when our services are trauma-informed, and trauma-informed basically just means when we are aware of the chronic stresses that the families are facing, the parents, the adults that are actually meeting the needs of the children, mm. then we are able to be sensitive to their needs as we support and help them to be able to protect the needs of their children, you know. So we are basically advocating, educating, and collaborating with partners to say how do we make our services trauma-informed? How do we make our schools trauma-informed? Mm. How do we make even local government? Because that's where people go for basic services. When the child is staying in home, that is not unsafe in terms of the infrastructure. That renders them vulnerable because yeah. it means at night somebody can walk in and, 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 and rape the family. You know, and that happens most of the time, unfortunately. So we are saying it is everybody's business to be able to learn about the circumstances that our children are exposed to and how is that affecting them when their families are not resilient. And then how do we build resilient families so that they can be better empowered to meet the needs of the children? And also that gives them dignity. You mm. know, a lot of families that come to offices, they don't like being uh, on, on, on social support grants. Yeah. They want to be able to work for themselves. They want to be able to feel confident that I can provide for my children. But sadly so, the environment is not as conducive as it as enabling them to be able to do that. So we are saying, how do we then work together as partners, you know, to be able to get the families to where they need to be so that the stress that actually makes them to get stuck in this poverty, to get stuck in this state of, of paralysis, actually is, is able to be removed so that they can be able to meet the needs of their children. And then they can also have dignity because That's at the end true. of the day, we want children to see their parents doing it for yes. themselves without them thinking that for me to be able to eat, my mom needs to go and stand oh. on the side of the road. My dad needs to go on the side of the road to beg for us to be able to have a bread on the table. That is sad for children, and they don't like that. And they pray one day, don't be... A child said to me, you know, every day I ask God, God, why did you make uh, uh, Tabo's father to be able to come with a plastic bag that has bread every day? And when I see my father coming, my father does not have anything. Oh, why goodness. is it happening like that, God? What can I do as a child for my dad oh, to be able to go out and bring something for me? That is sad. That and is you must remember, what is that doing to that man? that always goes out looking for a job on the side of the road, only to come back home disappointed and having to face your children and your wife and say, today it was not a great day. Sure, I, yeah, Betsy, that, that's heartbreaking, honestly. Now, how can we help you? What assistance uh, does your NPO need? And, and Radio 2000 listeners are very kind and they are very generous and we're listening to what your needs are. Okay, thank you very much. And I always believe that the, needs, the, the issues are complex and so are the responses. You know, so we always say because people calling us from all over South Africa because we are the only uh, designated black child protection organization, you know, 
so understanding the culture and, yeah. and the context of where our people are in Africans and what are their needs and how they want them to be responded to, you know. So we're always saying we're looking for partners that we can collaborate with so that we are able to even strengthen their, their services because in every community in Tombe, there's a child, uh, uh, there's an NPO that is running services around children. Yeah. So we are always saying what they always need is just the support of the person that can be able to say, we'll journey with you when you're providing the services so that we can be able to provide services that, are do, not, that do not know, do no harm yeah. to our children, but also to the families. Because you know what, most of the time is families, we ask them what is wrong with them. And that's not the right question. The question is what has happened to them? Mm. What, what have been the experiences, you know? So we actually saying if every partner in the community that is responding to issues of children and families can be wearing the trauma-informed lenses, they're able to understand the experiences as they take them to the stages of empowerment so that the families can be able to fly together. You know, so we would want to work with local organizations yes. in every community because they already understand the context of the issues in their communities. So we just bring that professionalism so that the services can be able to dignify the families and the I children see. that we are in the services too. But also the, the for adoption, I always say not every family can adopt, mm. but if most of families can be able to support those that can adopt. Because adoption is is adopt is, is a family of love. Mm. You know, so we are not all blessed like that, you know. So some families not necessarily have money, but they've got the time, they've got the energy and the mental capacity to be able to meet the needs of this child that might have been conceived through the stress and yeah. coming out as a stressful baby, you know. So if you have generosity, your parents can be able to help us go to these families and assess them so that they can be able to have uh, uh, time to raise these children that are so stressed, but they need time and they need somebody to kangaroo them. And those what these families are doing, but they always don't have enough financial resources. Okay. You know, so we always say you have the time, you have uh, all the requirements, but you don't have the financial resource. One family has the financial resource, but they don't have the time. So we always say, how do you donate for such a family to be able to have that bundle of joy, raised in a loving and caring family? But also because we're also providing services from the, the police station uh, that actually uh, helping the victims and the survivors of domestic violence in Dombi. And we have adopted uh, police stations where we have decided to turn them into the victim-friendly police stations, where we are sensitizing the police to be able to understand where the victims are coming from Mm -hmm. and how they want to be addressed. But equally so, we're turning them into the therapeutic therapeutic rooms because not all the victims are just adults, also their children. So the space must also be very welcoming so that it does not re-traumatize the child, Uh you know. So that is another way that we would also want our uh, the Radio 2000 listeners to help. But also we do have what we call court uh, packs. We give children that go to the court. We work with the uh, NPA because children would go to court for the court preparation because they've been violated sexually. Mm. So when they go to sexual offenses court, they sometimes stay for the whole day with no food, oh, no, no water. And we know that those, that is a basic survival need of a child. So if the child does not get to have the, the food and the water, the child can easily not be able to function uh, adequately. And that affects how the child will will, will testify and the outcome thereof, you know. So we are always asking for the court pack, that is uh, the the noodles, the the juice bottles, the snacks, so that at least the children can be able to have that confidence to go and say, I've been violated, but the system is allowing me 
to be able to regain my confidence oh. and to also to believe in the system, to be able to meet my needs so that I can be able to get out of this evictor. Yeah. You know? So these are the things that you would want uh, 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 the community of Radio 2000 to help us with. So that even today we all have a role to play and we should not ever think our role is very insignificant. That one take of notice that you're able to donate, we'll make a that, <laughs> that one hundred rent that you're able to give to a family to be able to take a child out to make a McDonald's have a nice thing, that, that goes a long way to that family and the child. You know, your stories really just broke my heart to a point where, like, I had to catch my breath because, I, I, you know, children go through so much. And I just can imagine a little girl having to appear in court. She is she has been hurt and she is yeah. hungry and she needs she needs our support, honestly. And thank yeah. you so much yeah. for highlighting this, Gabetsui. And uh, quickly give us contact details. We don't have time anymore. Um, can, okay. you, can you give us, like, whether Instagram, Facebook, contact details? Okay. Uh, uh, the, the contact details is the telephone line is 051 uh, yes. 531 Okay. Repeat and that on number Facebook, again. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Giabetsui, for your time. Yes. And thank you so much for having us. And thank you to the listeners, Ndombi. Radio 2000 Podcast.